This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Good to see you guys coming on. This is Eric, and uh, I thought I would get uh, go ahead and do Facebook Live while I'm recording this specific podcast episode. Here's what inspired this message. A couple of times I've caught myself doing some things that I thought, you know what? This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. What am I doing? And I realized that I'm spending a lot of time on things that don't matter and then I'm while I'm doing things that really do matter I'm focused on the things that don't matter does that make any sense and what I realized I came to the conclusion that I don't have enough room in my day to do all the things I want to do so here are some signs that I've experienced that I haven't created enough margin in my life. And margin meaning I don't have enough space in my day to do things well. And a little bit later, I'm going to share a couple of resources that really helped me, has have helped me, and I actually need to go back to because you, you'll find that you need to go back to things over and over again um, and continue to practice the habit of not hoarding your time and not trying to f- throw too much stuff into your day. And... Um, and I realize every once in a while, every two to three months that I'm going too fast. And uh, that's that's tends to be my issue is I go too fast. I run at a too fast a pace and um, I don't, I try to schedule way too much and try to accomplish way too much than I really can do in my time. And in an earlier podcast, I talk about the 168 hour exercise, which is awesome. And I encourage you to do it. So Here's here's just a list. This is my top 25 or so things that um, make me realize mm, I probably don't I probably uh, don't have enough margin in my life. And then we'll talk briefly about how how to create margin. All right. So first of all, today this is what happened to me today. I walked into my shower as I was about to shower, and I had my phone in my hand, and I literally almost walked into the shower while the shower was running with my phone in my hand. And um, that would have been a bad scene. It would have been really embarrassing. But I was so focused on what I was doing on my smartphone that I uh, almost walked into the shower. (laughs) Um, Going across boundary lines on the road because I'm looking at my phone while driving. Raise of hands. Who who looks at their phone while they're driving? That is such a no-no. I've got to stop doing that. It's just not something that... um, it's, it's dangerous for me. It's dangerous for my passengers. It's dangerous for the other people on the road. And so um, I'm making a commitment to put my phone in my glove box or away somewhere where I can't be bothered while I'm driving um, and focus on what I need to focus on uh, while I'm driving. Uh, hopefully you guys are in commitment with me on this. Uh, almost running into people while walking and looking at my phone. Done that. I've actually walked into people before. Um, I think there's a law in New York or Chicago, somewhere, one big city that is uh, proposing a law that uh, if you are 
seen walking and texting or walking and looking at your phone, you you can actually get a ticket or um, get some sort of fine. So as ridiculous as that sounds, uh, I need to I need to put my phone away while I'm walking. It's really not necessary, and I'm starting to run into people in my old age. Um, arriving late consistently, arriving late consistently to events is a good sign that you haven't created enough margin in your life. Realizing I almost ran out of gas or you run out of gas frequently because I'm just too busy to stop at the gas station. Um, how many of you have done that before? I've been there. Uh, nail biting and other nervous habits. Um, that's definitely something that I've um, uh, done and I catch myself doing. And that's just nervous energy running at a fast pace. Uh, not returning phone calls, texts, or emails. Um, definitely guilty of that. Um, having more than 10,000 emails in your inbox. That is a sign that you might have a margin problem in your life and you might need to reprioritize things. Having a hurried mind. Bailey says, I ran out of gas with some youth from church in my car. I was a mile from a gas station. Exactly. Um, I've been there, totally been there. So, um, I hate it. Sometimes I even hate like going to the bathroom. It's such an inconvenience to go to the bathroom. Um, forgetfulness, scatteredness, uh, being forgetful is a good sign that you've not created enough margin in your life. Missing meetings altogether, um, is absolutely, um, an issue. Well, if you find yourself missing meetings consistently, um, then you may have a margin issue. Friends or family saying that they love to hear from me more. I've gotten that recently, and that's pretty convicting. People I care about that I want to talk to more. It's obvious a good, obvious sign that I'm too busy. Uh, not sleeping well, restless sleeping. How many of you have sleep issues uh, where you just maybe you get to sleep, but then you know aren't able to to stay awake, uh, stay asleep and you wake up at three o'clock consistently. That's absolutely an issue and a sign that you're probably running at a too fast, fast a pace and that stress is, is really having an effect on you. Um, overeating, overeating can be an issue. I see people are saying double booking yourself is definitely an issue. Yeah. Double booking myself is big time an issue for me. Um, but overeating is also one where I'm just nervously eating because I'm having my mind focused on other things. Um, the need for caffeine, coffee, Red Bull. How many of you got to have your Red Bull in the afternoon or your coffee in the afternoon or um, even to get started need the coffee? That's not probably normal. Um, and uh, I felt very convicted about that for me. Um and so uh, I've moved away from caffeinated coffee, and I'm having decaf. We're going to have that a try. Uh, you remember in the 80s, they used to have Sanka? Uh, I don't know anything about that, but that used to be cool. So panic attacks. Panic attacks is a big issue for, um, for a lot of people. And anxiety attacks, panic attacks um, can be a real major issue. Uh, and, uh, and it's something I've started to experience and it scares me. I'm like, well, why am I experiencing this? Well, it's probably because of the caffeine. It's probably because of the stress of life, trying to get so much done. 
um, etc. It's uh, it's really 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 frustrating. Being short with Chrissy, in other words, being so impatient with the most important person in my life. Um, that's a big one. Getting short with someone, getting short with the people that matter the most with you is a big one. Being short with my kids, not having the time to spend with my kids, yet I'm spending hours over the course of a day maybe on my phone. And how much time am I giving my kids? How much time am I giving my wife looking into her eyes and, and talking to her in person? Uh, or uh, giving her my full attention, giving my kids my full attention. If you catch yourself um, being short with them or kind of pushing them aside, you've got your priorities um, wrong, and I've caught myself doing that. Um, not having time to have conversations with friends over the course of the week. How many meaningful conversations have you had with friends? How many meaningful interactions have you had with um, a family member, a friend, um, or are, are most of your conversations quick texts and quick um, quick emails maybe or uh, just quick check-ins instead of some meaningful meaningful stuff? And then getting even deeper here, resenting meaningful relationships, getting to the point where you almost resent that they require so much of you. Um, that's a big one. Have you ever thought about that? Um, have you ever found yourself kind of um, resenting that someone needs you so much. Uh, and if you're at that point, I think you really need to take a look at how you're spending your time and reprioritizing it. Um, and then res- resenting doing good things or spending time doing things like, for me, um, I've found myself sometimes saying, oh, I got to go to church today. Um, or, you know, just anything that's that's a meaningful thing that that normally I would be like, yes, this is great. I can't wait to go. Um, but I find myself resenting it. And that's a really good sign that, um, that I might have my priorities wrong and I might need some more margin uh, in my life. And then the last one is not praying or being too busy to hear the reply that I receive from, from God. If you look at your last week, how many times have you spent with with the Lord? How many times have you spent praying and hearing from Him and tapping into what He has to say to you? Um, and uh, and that's, that's convicting for me. There have been seasons where I've not spent much time with the Lord. And the reason I do these Facebook Lives and the reason I do this podcast is I want to be reminded of how important He is to my life. I need to do these things because it holds me accountable. It keeps me in check. It, it guides me. And it, it keeps me focused. It disciplines. It's a discipline that I need. A lot of times people think discipline is a bad thing. Actually, discipline is a great thing because it gives you more freedom. A lot of times people think discipline gives you less freedom and you feel um, that that you're you're sort of constricted um, with when you when you discipline yourself, um, but it's only when you start to discipline yourself that you realize and hold yourself accountable that you realize that um, you may have an issue with a certain thing. And as when I coach people and do my my coaching calls and mentor calls um, in DoTerra, for example, a lot of times what we'll look at is we'll look at our schedule. How are you spending your time? How are you spending your your effort? Um, and, uh, and what are you doing, uh, during, during that time? So how much time are you spending? And then what are you doing during that time? And those two things can give me a, a great, 
uh, understanding of of where some of the um, where some of the issues are coming from. That's my message for you today, guys. Is just take a look at how you're spending your time. Look for the signs in your life where you're not um, maybe making the margin that you need um, to to properly live this day. And so you're you're always going to be able to pull from um, a source of energy that that is everlasting and and going to continue uh, be renewed in your life. Um, and so I want to leave you with two scriptures here that hopefully will. Um, will kind of inspire you, and then two books that I think for further reading um, will be helpful to you. So the first uh, first scripture is from Luke ten thirty eight to forty two. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house, and she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. And so it just reminds me to to get um, and sit at the Lord's feet. And to rem- and reminds me where the source of my strength comes from, where um, the living water for my life uh, comes from that that I really need on a day to day basis uh, to to feed me and to give me energy and and to um, to give me what I need for this day. Uh, and it's that continual listening to the voice of God and and spending time with Him that that you really. Um, will find that your anxious feelings and your troubled feelings will go away. And, uh, and so that's, that's what I get out of that passage. The other passage I love uh, is when Jesus says, to, uh, says in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, "'Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's such a good verse for me to remember that when I'm resting in him, um, that I don't feel that I'm carrying a heavy burden. And I've seen that in my life over and over and over again. And I encourage you to uh, take his yoke upon me, which really means um, a yoke is, 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 for example, um, in, in farming times where two animals were yoked together, usually an older, more experienced animal was yoked together with a younger, less experienced animal, and they, the younger one was able to learn from the older one because they were connected um, in the farming um, experience and as, as the farming continued. So um, something to, to really remember is to take Jesus his yoke upon me. That's that's what he's saying, um, and uh, and I encourage you to to do that. Um, also, a couple of resources that really really help me that I'm going to reread. Um, I have the audio version of this, but this is a book called Essentialism: um, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. Uh, what people are saying about the the power of less but better, um, and and there's some great great insight in this book. Um, I encourage you to to look at it. One thing that um, it reminds me to do is to leave 
always leave 50% margin whenever I have to go to an appointment. Like if I have to go somewhere and I know it's going to take 30 minutes to get there, well, then I always add, then I'll add 50% of that time on. So I'll leave 45 minutes ahead of time. That way there's less stress and no stress um, in my life when I make my way. And if there's an accident or something comes against me um, to, to, to make me late, then um, then that will help me uh, to to not have that stress of going somewhere. But that's just one of the many things. Um, a lot of things that they talk he talks about here in this book is about reducing the things that really don't matter in your life and um, real practical ways to do that. Another book that I absolutely love is called The Four Hour Work Week. And uh, once I read this, I really couldn't do my life any other way. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, escape the nine to five, live anywhere and join the new rich. And it's, it's a, it's a, some great, especially the first half of the book is incredibly uh, applicable to your life. So I encourage you to get the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss and, um, essentialism by Greg McCown. Um, two great books that, uh, made a huge impact on me in these, in this topic. So, all right, guys, um, thanks for all your comments. I love, I love seeing all the comments so far and, people interacting um, here on Facebook Live. I hope this has been uh, helpful to you. And go ahead and check out The Courageous Community and subscribe to The Courage Cast on iTunes. I appreciate the reviews there as well. And uh, thanks for joining me today on this special episode of Facebook Live and Courage Cast simulcast together. I'm Eric Nordoff, and I'll be back again with another episode of Courage Cast. Courage Cast.